2: Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, we're going to take a deep dive today on this Sam Walker incident. It seems to be the one moment from Round 17 that really has dominated the round. Of course, only four games of footy played. Some pretty good games, in my opinion. I thought yesterday, uh, that game was sensational. I really enjoyed that one between the Cronulla Sharks and the New Zealand Warriors. Sort of uh, flattened out a little bit in the second half. But I, I thought overall, that was a good game of footy. I thought the Bulldogs and Roosters, that was a good competitive game. Uh, the Cowboys and the Rabbitohs, I mean sort of won that one reasonably easily but the Cowboys came out firing at the side. I thought that was another good game of footy another example of how you can turn momentum it's not impossible same as what Canterbury did got themselves back into that game as well uh, a good round of footy for me Friday night as well I mean was it Thursday night? Thursday night I thought that was a great game as well I didn't expect the Canberra to win that so a sensational knock by them really did enjoy this round not any Real blowouts. I mean, you could tell me the South Sydney Rabbitohs game was a blowout, but the Cowboys were well in front in that game. I mean, the momentum really turned in that one realistically. So uh, a round of footy that I really enjoyed, I mean, I thought it was sensational. And um, the moment to come out of it, though, was, of course, from Saturday night. We had the Sydney Roosters taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs in a really tight affair, the Canterbury Bulldogs coming off a 66-0 whacking. Um, It was really impressive to see how they went. Uh, Really showed up in this game and, look, as I said, the Roosters, they led 12 nil, 8 8-10-0 after six or seven minutes. Like It looked like it was going to be a blowout. Billy Smith scored. Sensational to see him back in first grade. Uh, then Satili Tupanua, he scored as well off a bit of a rebound kick, which can quite often take a lot of gas out of sides. And the Canterbury Bulldogs, they managed to drag their way back into this contest. Um, they scored next through Lachlan Lewis, a sensational effort. That he scored later on as well in the first half. Uh, Joey Manu scored as well in the first half. So I think we went in at halftime. 16-10 or something, well and truly in this contest. It was only 6 all in the second half, which I thought was a great game. And um, the moment to come out of it, of course, we had 79 minutes, 40 seconds, and then came the moment that we've spoken about all weekend with Sam Walker. Now, Sam Walker gets the ball off the play of the ball. It's sort of a bit of an awkward pass. It sort of looks like it's going to go over his right shoulder sort of thing. So it sort of sends his momentum backwards. Everyone was saying he was going to kick a field goal. For me, I, I wouldn't even... Think about kicking a field goal in that moment. It's just not worth it. If you miss, you give away a seven tackle set. If it hits the post, it bounces back to Canterbury. It's just not worth the risk. If you were ten, you know, ten minutes away from the end of the game, then you have a look at it. But from there, I, I don't I think that would have been a stupid option anyway, to be honest with you. So people saying, Oh, it's a coward, not taking the field goal. I thought it was smart not taking the field goal, to be honest with you. Now, it's not what we're used to seeing—a guy running ninety meters backwards. Yeah, and look, I'll be perfectly honest with you guys: the traditionalist in me. As soon as it happened, I went, "Ugh, I'm not a huge fan of this." And at the time when it flew, when it flashed up to Trent Robinson, I straight away thought by his demeanour that he wasn't overly impressed with it. And as much as he's come out in the press conference and sort of giggled at it, I don't think he was impressed. I think that the Trent Robinson you saw in the media press comments will be very different to the Trent Robinson that you see, um, sorry, that Sam Walker sees. Uh, I saw when Sam Walker came and sat next to him at the end of the game. Uh, Wasn't much conversation there. But in saying that, Trent wasn't talking to many of the other players either realistically. I don't think he was overly impressed with the performance that they put out. They obviously are missing a heap of troops and whatnot, missing a couple of origin guys as well. But I don't think he was overly impressed and nor was I, to be honest with you. But I don't really think Trent was incredibly impressed with what Sam did in that moment and I think he wasn't overly impressed because it's not really what the Roosters are about and look as I said this was my initial reaction when I saw it happening I listened to a lot of arguments over the weekend people talking about it people coming from both sides people being for it people being against it and look to be honest with you if the footy team that I coach if one of my boys did this I would say to them after the game hey I don't want you to do that I would rather you take the tackle because it is just the traditionalist way that we go through things But I would also say to my boys, if you're going to say that tackle, just play the ball slowly, just get to the end of the clock, yeah? That's the reality of the situation. And, you know, a, a lot of people pointed out, which I kind of do agree with now, to be perfectly honest with you, the more I've thought about it. I mean, what is the difference between Sam Walker running backwards and then running out 90 metres downfield, then him passing off to a second rower, them taking a tackle, them pretending to have a cramp, them taking all the time in the world they possibly can. I really, I don't think there's much difference. I think there's the traditionalists in our game uh, which which, I, that, that was sort of my initial reaction, to be honest with you. But I think it, I, I, think we have to look at this and be realistic that there really isn't much in this. There really is not much in it. Um, I, I don't I don't really see what the big blow-up is about. As I said, my initial reaction was, oh, I'm not huge on it. I didn't feel I had the need to go and abuse Sam Walker or jump on social media and call him a dog or a flog, all this sort of shit. But we'll get into that soon. I just thought that was ridiculous. But as I said, we will dive into that soon. But the reality is it isn't really a big issue for me. It's not huge. He actually did the same thing a couple of weeks ago against the Gold Coast Titans. It just wasn't as prominent. He didn't run 90 metres backwards. He ran 20 metres backwards. Um, No one spoke about it. No one really cared. Now, does it depend on how many metres you run backwards until people get upset? Because I didn't hear anyone talk about it at the Gold Coast game. No, I I didn't hear any backlash about this. And, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe some things were said in your lounge room about it. I don't know, but... On a social media page that has thousands of conversations going through it each and every day I didn't hear a thing about it so it obviously didn't upset people that much But in this game, Sam Walker goes back 80, 90 metres and we absolutely break social media. It was all anyone spoke about. I actually thought Sam Walker had a cracking game just quite. He threw some fantastic passes in that game. For the first try that Billy Smith scored, um, Walker threw a fucking perfect pass. And I think only people that understand footy will understand that he knew he was doing exactly what he meant to do in that pass. And for a kid his age to be able to float a ball into space, not to a player... Jesus says a lot about his maturity and the faith and the confidence he has in his ability as well. I thought that was a fantastic ball by him. I think it was to to Drew Hutchinson that he found Billy Smith. Um, But this whole incident, I think it has been blown a little bit out of proportion. I'm not sure why we are getting so emotional. And with all due respect, I think it probably is the older crowd that is getting a little bit more upset about this one realistically. And I put myself in that basket too. That was my initial reaction. But I had, you know, a number of, former NRL players message me and comment on the post that I put up. Um, you know, I had Robbie O'Davis, who flat out called Sam Walker a cheat, uh, which I thought was a little bit over the top. I mean, he hasn't broken any rules. Now, you, I can understand you saying it's it's bad sportsmanship, but I think it still comes down to opinion there, realistically. Um, I, I think if you think logically about it, Realistically, him getting tackled and getting up really slowly, is it really any different to him running down the field and going out? And I understand the argument, oh, yeah, but the Bulldogs could have intercepted, the Bulldogs could have taken a step. I mean, what are the chances of that? What are the chances of that? And let's be perfectly honest here, Sam Walker's job isn't to make it an even playing field and give Canterbury a chance in the last 20 seconds. His job is to win games to the Roosters. Now, if Sam Walker runs up to gets tackled, and because he's, you know, 78 kilos dripping wet and someone grabs him, they get him one-on-one, they rip the ball off and Canterbury score. All of a sudden, Sam Walker's an idiot. Why didn't he go to ground? Why didn't he put the ball out? I mean, there's a lot more that goes into this than what people are acting like. I, I, I just think that the best thing for Sam Walker to do in that moment was to end that game of football. They were up. They are probably lucky to be up. They weren't playing well in any way, shape or form. Canterbury were really up for that, for that contest. I mean, just get the game done. Take home the two points. That's Sam Walker's job. Sam Walker's job isn't to be fair and even and make Canterbury happy. His job is to get two points for the Sydney Roosters. He's the halfback for the Sydney Roosters. He needs to get the points for them. He went about it a little bit unorthodox way, a little bit of a crazy way. But I mean, he did his job. That's what he's meant to be doing. I don't... I. I and personally, I think there's a number of factors here that made people really upset about this incident. And I think one of them... I think it's fair to say is because he plays for the Sydney Roosters. Um, I think that if he was playing for the Tigers or playing for the Titans, I don't think people would get as emotional about it. I think the Roosters—they're one of the more hated clubs in the competition. Uh, people don't like the fact that they've got this young gun kid. The Cooper Cronk retires, they get you know the Beck's next young halfback. I think people don't like to admit it, but they don't really like the Roosters. Let's be honest here. The amount of messages I get whenever I put up anything about you know a Radley or Ruarrae Hargraves or talk about what Cooper Cronk achieved there, people are just so negative and so often because they're successful and I get that I get that they don't have a junior system they buy a heap of players that you your teams you grow these fantastic players in your systems the Roosters come in and buy them I understand why you don't like them I'm not arguing with that in any way shape or form but I think we need to really think about that because Sam Walker is playing for the Roosters I think we get a little bit more emotional some of us at least get a little bit more emotional about this play that we don't like the way that the the Roosters handle themselves and whatnot I, I get these constant complaints about the Chooks all the time that people obviously don't like the way that they handle themselves because they are successful they buy players they seem to have an endless amount of money that is the general feel amongst the NRL fan and I understand that now but you have to understand that that definitely has played a role in how people feel about this Sam Walker incident and look look back over time I mean this has been done before I mean it's not like Sam Walker is the first bloke to ever do this Um, and you know when I've grown up I've always like you see it probably twice a year this film of of, um, Tony Iroh playing for the Adelaide Rams against St. George Adelaide uh, like going like a busted asshole terrible side win this game against St. George red hot favorites Tony Tony Iroh does this for the last 25 seconds or so and he's sort of laughing and giggling while he does it but never once have I seen that footage on any NRL show On social media Anywhere And really seen Any negative comments Bashing Tony Ira Yeah I, I never see anyone Saying Tony Ira, Tony Ira is a dog He's a coward uh, What a bitch Like you just You don't see this sort of stuff On that In fact I always see it with laughing emojis or with, you know, Joey Johns or Brad Fittler or whoever's presenting the show with this footage, Matty Johns the other night, giggling and laughing about it because it's an unusual thing to see. And, you know, it was kind of funny. They'd won the game. It was over. Who cares sort of thing. But, you know, but then Sam Walker does it. And Sam Walker's not even giggling and laughing whilst he's doing it. You can see Sam Walker is running backwards. As soon as he realizes that he's done enough and the clock's going to run out, he he turns 90 degrees and just runs straight out. He's not being a smart-ass about it. He's not carrying on. He's not laughing and giggling like Tony Iroh was. He's just getting out. I find it strange how we have these different opinions. Like, if if Sam Walker, you know, I I, I just don't understand. And I had a lot of people message me saying, oh, it's not rugby league. It wouldn't be like this in my day. When's your day? Because Tony Iroh did this almost 30 years ago. So are we talking even further back than that, that no one was doing this back then? Has this been an issue for you since Tony, Tony Iroh did it? 30 years ago or has this been an issue since Saturday night when Sam Walker did it? Because there's been a few examples since then. As I said, Sam Walker also did it against the Gold Coast Titans a couple of weeks ago. Ran back 15 metres and ran out. No one cared. No one said anything. So when did this become a massive issue to the point where people thought, you know what? I'm going to go on social media. I'm going to find this teenager's teenager's Instagram page and I'm going to let him know that he's a fuckwit. I mean, it is just so backwards it's not even funny. I... I had a thing the other day, uh, a few months ago now, where people were celebrating and saying, oh, Benji Marshall, he should be an immortal of our game. And I sort of said, look, I don't think he should be, to be perfectly honest with you. He won a premiership in his second year of first grade. He hasn't won one since. He hasn't returned to a grand final. He's played in, I think, two prelim finals since then. Um, I mean, I don't know how we can give him... Immortal status When He's been fantastic Culture wise He's been sensational But like Success wise He hasn't actually been that great He hasn't really achieved All that much He's gone to Union He came back He went to the Broncos Wayne Bennett played him at centre He came off the bench there He went to the Dragons He jumped in at halfback there Did a really good job Dragons still weren't Overly relevant Uh, Went back to the Tigers Played there last year Probably played his best footy that we've seen since the early days and uh, they, they, they finished ninth. like I, I this, is, this was my argument and people blew up Delox how disrespectful, how could you say that he's a champion of our game, he's changed the game forever, he's made the game better than it ever has been I'll just hand you over to a little bit of footage here, just to remind you uh, it's 2011, round 14 I'm going to hit you with it now What about that coward, Benji Marshall? That little bitch, Benji Marshall. That disrespectful prick, Benji Marshall. Quotes that I haven't really heard or don't remember hearing at the time. But these are just words that we use to describe teenage Sam Walker on the weekend. Uh, Now, 2011, of course, Benji Marshall. uh, He's the New Zealand Test Captain. He's the Golden Boot winner. He's the best player in our game. He's, what, 25, 26 by this point. Uh, Benji Marshall did the exact same thing. The players actually showed that they weren't happy about it at the time either, as you can hear in that footage. Uh, There was a little stink that erupted after, but... You know, i got to tell you, I don't remember the same pushback on Benji Marshall. And you got to remember Benji Marshall, he was the poster boy for everything back then. Everyone absolutely loved Benji Marshall. Everyone loved what the Tigers were doing. They were the exciting team. They were going to prelim finals. They were doing this, they were doing that. Benji Marshall was the face of Rugby League at this point, the golden boot winner, the captain of New Zealand who delivered in the World Cup. He'd done it all, Benji. He was so entertaining. He's the guy that a lot of people grew up watching in 2005 and during the 2000s who really changed the game. He had the unbelievable step. He was incredible. Uh, he, he was the culture guy of, as We've spoken about. And you know, it's weird. Like I just, I don't remember anyone ever talking about this since that it has any effect on the impact that Benji Marshall's had on the game, the sort of character that Benji Marshall is. But a guy like Sam Walker, who's 18. Can I remind you um, does this and, I mean, the the, the backlash that he got, it has just been amazing. I've I've never seen comments come in faster on a post of mine anyway than this, the amount of emotion that was shown. And look, a lot of people are saying it's a non-event. It doesn't matter. A lot of people see it, but a lot of people don't. I mean, the abusive comments that came in for Sam are beyond ridiculous. I mean, can you imagine a world where you see a teenager do something, not wrong, not breaking any rules, but see a teenager doing something that you don't agree with in their workplace that's not harming anyone else that's not causing any damage to anyone else it's just something that you personally don't agree with and you go onto their social media account and you abuse the living shit out of them you call them every name under the sun you wish that something would happen to them you wish that there would be injuries you tell them that they don't deserve to have their job anymore I mean
1: Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does they charge you a lot
2: Can we please wake up to ourselves? This is beyond ridiculous. If you're listening to this and you can honestly tell me that as a teenager, you didn't do something stupid at your job, I will give it away. I will give it away. Now, Benji Marshall, he was 25. He was the captain of his country. He was the golden boot winner. he was the best player in our game. Still did the same thing. No one talks about it. No one mentions it. I, I The amount of people that sent me messages a few, few weeks ago when I posted that thing about Benji not being an immortal, which... You know, I can't believe that insulted people, me saying that Benji Marshall is one of the greatest players we've ever seen, but he's not in the top 14 that we've ever seen. Somehow, that was an insult to Benji Marshall. I still remember that whole fiasco. Now, people messaged me during that entire thing, saying about how he's changed the game, the game's better because of Benji Marshall. He's the reason why people love rugby league. You realize he did the exact same thing as Sam Walker. Yeah, You, you, you understand that. Did the exact same thing. You flash back to 2004 State of Origin. A little bit different. There was a kick put in. The ball was already going dead. But Jared Hayne, he picked up the ball and he ran dead as well. I mean, like exact same play, running dead to run out the clock. The game is over. Get the game done. Win the game for your team. I understand the traditionalist point of view. I get it 100%. But I think we have to understand that these guys are paid to win games of football. Sam Walker, he's got the game in the bag. He wants to get it done. It's over. Let's win the game of football. Let's get out of here. We're done. I just think that we really have gone way too harsh on this kid. And some of the comments that were said, I, just, I could not believe some of the shit that I was reading. It was unbelievable. And there was a number of accounts that, you know, I clicked on and, you know, they were maybe South Sydney fans. So, like, I understand that. yeah, you know, I get you hate the Sydney Roosters. That, that's fine. You want to take advantage of that situation. I get it. There were some people that were Canterbury fans. T- to be fair, and to give 100% credit to the Canterbury Bulldogs fans, the vast majority that I spoke to understood that the Canterbury Bulldogs, they had 79 minutes and 40 seconds to win this game. They didn't. They got really close. Yeah, it was really impressive. But if you're relying on the last 20 seconds of football when the opposition has the ball to win this game of football, I'm sorry, you're doing it wrong. You are doing it wrong. Sam Walker could have gone down, pretend to have a cramp, and the game's over anyway. Yeah, and if he would have gone down and have a, had a cramp, no one would have said anything. We're not even talking about this. It's the biggest non-event ever. Yeah, I remember when when, um, Kenny Edwards, who's in a bit of Barney rubble at the moment, he was the king of going down with a cramp. Every single time he went down with a cramp in the last three or four minutes and his team was up, a cramp would strike. And we'd sort of get annoyed by it. Commentators have mentioned it. We'd sort of roll our eyes. But that was it. No one would go to Kenny Edwards' fucking Facebook account and bully the shit out of him. No one would go to Kenny Edwards' Instagram account and tell him, I hope you get injured next week. You're a flop. You're a prick. You're a shit. Like It's just unbelievable. It's crazy. He's done the exact same thing. He's just done it in a different way that you're not used to. It is just completely and utterly ludicrous to me how this is all played out. I understand if you don't agree with what Sam Walker's done. I don't completely agree with you, but I understand that you don't like the way he's gone about it because, as I said, if one of my players did this in my footy team that I coach, I've got to be honest with you. I wouldn't be overly stoked about it, yeah? I wouldn't be stoked about it because I know that I've had it done against our team, a very similar situation, and we all remember that. Yeah, we've we've all got it in our memory bank for the next time we play that team and that player. We remember it, yeah? And that's going to play a role next time we play that footy side. And anyone in that situation, you can tell me that, yes, I I don't mind. It's fine with it. If you were playing Sam Walker and you were in that moment, you would remember it for next time you were playing. You would remember that he ran 90 metres away, kind of embarrassed your team a little bit. You are going to remember it. Let's not pretend like you're not. Yeah, it does play a role, yeah, and I understand that side of the argument, but I think once you take the emotion out of it and you look at the actual situation, you compare it to what else would have happened, I really don't think it is that bad. But even if you do think it is unsportsmanship, it's poor, that's fine. It's the next step of going to his social media and bullying this teenager online, that I just don't understand. I don't understand it. It just makes no sense to me whatsoever. And I haven't heard anyone that's able to explain to me why this is fair play. I had someone tell me the other day, oh, it's not like he got a death threat. Fucking what? So the line in the sand that some people are drawing is that because Sam Walker, a teenager who went to his job, did his job, didn't break any rules, it's okay for him to get abused online as long as he's not getting death threats. Now, to me, and I responded to that person, I said, look, that is the exact problem with this right now, with this social media bagging and bullying, is the fact that we think that if it's not death threats, it's play on. It's fine. I mean, it is just so backwards. I had someone else say that, oh, if you're going to be a professional athlete, you're going to call criticism. And you know what? That's completely fine. You are going to call criticism, but criticize his play. Don't criticize the stuff outside of it. I mean... That is just dog shit. To question Sam Walker's character and to call him every name under the sun is absolute shit for me. Absolute crap. It is cowardice rubbish. I mean, sorry, could you imagine if you went to work yesterday and there was a teenager that just started their job a few months ago and he was there and he did something you didn't agree with and then you went home and you jumped on his social media and you abused the living shit out of him? I mean, he might do something you don't agree with and that's completely fine. You don't have to agree with it. That's completely fine. But then to go home and jump on his social media and bully the living shit out of him, it is just unbelievable. I cannot believe that people are still trying to justify the actions on social media after. It blows me away. To, to, to some people's credit I did have one person and I won't mention his name but I thought it was a good knock he messaged me and said hey uh, you included my post on your post that I said to Sam Walker I see that I did the wrong thing I've gone and apologized to Sam and look I had people that messaged me and say oh he's not apologizing to Sam he's apologizing because he got called out regardless it doesn't matter as long as it's one person that realized that they were doing the wrong thing they apologized to Sam and hopefully it's the last time they do it it's one less dickhead out there that's going to carry on like this to me huge success Huge success to see one less person. Now, that guy, he was young. He was 18 years old. Yeah, he said, look, I just got uh, I just got emotional around the moment. It was stupid. I wouldn't like it if someone did it back to me. We had a really good chat, yeah, which was really good. Um, and I appreciate that. I know some people still want to find the negative in it. Well, he shouldn't have done it in the first place. Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't have done it in the first place. But once again, people are going to make mistakes. People are going to make mistakes. They're going to do stupid shit. It's going to happen all the time. It's going to continue to happen for the rest of the time. Your kids are going to do stupid shit when they're 18, 19, yeah? You won't... You will hope that people then won't jump on their social media and abuse the living shit out of them because that is communication now. Yeah, and look, I I had someone else message me and say, oh, you know, it's not rugby league. Andrew Johns wouldn't have done this. And I thought, okay, you know what? Joey probably wouldn't have done it. But, um, you know, Joey did stuff that the halfbacks from the era before wouldn't have done. I mean, would you have seen Peter Sterling or Tom Rodoticus show up for a game with their hair dyed fluoro red? No way. Do we look back at that and go, that Joey, he was a fuckwit. What a dickhead. What an arrogant prick. What an arsehole. How disrespectful is he? No, we giggle about it. We laugh about it. Tom Rodoticus and Peter Sterling at the time would have been looking at that going, what the fuck? What is this guy doing? He is a top halfback in our game. Why is he carrying on like this? Now, it's a change of times. You can't just expect to have you know, look, look back at the last generation and say, that's how it should be. That's exactly how it is. When you look back at the generation before that, it was completely different. It's it's crazy. You, you can't tell me that Peter Sterling would have shown up to Parramatta Stadium to play for the Parramatta Eagles with his hair dyed fluoro red like Joey did for the Newcastle Knights. It wouldn't have happened. So you can tell me, oh, the guys of the last generation wouldn't have done this. That's fine. You can say that all you want, but there's a lot of things those guys did that the generation before wouldn't have done. Same as the generation before that. There would have been guys in the generation before that looking at Peter Sterling with long-flowing blonde hair going, what the fuck, is he serious? Yeah, it's changing. It's The times are changing all through the, the rugby league history. You've got to get used to it. You've got to get used to it. And you can tell me, oh, the, you know, that wouldn't have happened. Like, it happened 10 years ago. Yeah, Benji Marshall did it 10 years ago. Tony, Tony Iroh did it 30 years ago. It's been happening for a long time. It's not like it's, he's reinvented the wheel here, Sam Walker. And realistically, if you look around sport, all around the world, I mean... This is a thing throughout all of it. I think the reality is in rugby league, one thing that we undervalue a lot is that, yes, you're versing your opposition, but you're also versing the clock. Yeah, and I think this is something that in American sports, they understand a lot more. And I I like that we don't value the clock too much because you get more things like this, but you are playing the clock. You've got a set amount of time to do a set amount of tasks and to do it better than your opposition. The clock does matter. The clock definitely does matter. We might not value it as much as we do in other sports like in the NFL. For example, You know, if you follow the NFL, even if you don't, you're probably aware of it, But if you get to the back end of the game and you take a kneel, which means that your quarterback gets it, he goes down on one knee, it means that the clock keeps running and your next down, you've got 40 seconds. And this is exactly what would have happened in the NFL, but it would have happened from a minute 30 out instead of 20 seconds out. And everyone's fine with it. You've got the ball. You've earned the opportunity to do this. You should be allowed to do it. I think about this Sam Walker situation, the more I think that. The Bulldogs had 79 minutes, 40 seconds to win this game of football. They didn't. When it came down to the crunch moment, the team that had the ball has the priority and the power to do what they want with the ball. It's their ball. It's their time. They've earned the right to be able to do that. It's the same in the NFL. I'm sure there's a heap of examples in basketball. I'm sure there's a heap of examples in in, in soccer as well. I just don't know them as well. But I know in the NFL, this is this is stock standard. This is stock standard. You, you get teams that in the back end of their game, instead of trying to score they're trying to get their next down so they're trying to make that 10 yards and keep the ball in play because if the ball goes out of play whilst you're holding it the, the clock stops if you can keep it within play and you go down past the yellow line past your 10 yards the clock keeps running and then they'll take three nails and what you're trying to do is you're trying to blow out all the timeouts that the opposition has and that's how the game works because it's you versus the opposition but it's also you versus the clock and I think we have to value the clock a little bit more in rugby league, and understand that Sam Walker he understands that. Yes, he's versing the Bulldogs, but he's also versing the clock. The clock's going to beat the Bulldogs before the Roosters are. If the Bulldogs can't complete what they have to do or overcome what the Roosters do in that set amount of time, it's done. It doesn't matter. And I think Sam Walker values that, and he understands that. And it's a little bit unorthodox. I understand that. I didn't like it when I first saw it. The more I think about it, the more it's come around to me. I understand both sides of the, of the argument. My, my my main point is. You might not like what he's doing. And I get that. That's fine. But taking it the next step and abusing him online, it is just ridiculous. you got to understand our game is always changing. It's going to keep on changing. These guys, they're out there to win. They're not out there to play evens and to play traditional sort of football that punters want to see. I mean, it was the most irrelevant play of the whole game, realistically. Let's be perfectly honest here. People tell him that Canberra could have scored on that last play. Yeah. On a lotto opportunity, they potentially could have, yeah? Roosters could have also got injured on that last play. Sam Walker, who's been bashed from pillar to post, could have taken a hit and got absolutely whacked. I mean, it works both ways. I really don't think there is much in this. I mean, if you were to replay that a million times and Sam Walker doesn't run out and he passes the ball to a second rower, I'd love to know how many times out of that million the Canterbury score that try and win. I just... I think it's such a minimal play. It is just ridiculous and you got to understand, you might not like it, but the Roosters have the advantage. They've got the ball and the crunch time when it matters. They can do whatever the hell they want with it. If Sam Walker would have kicked that into touch and then Canterbury don't pack the scrum, are we still blowing up? Sam Walker gets tackled and goes down with cramp, are we still blowing up? I just, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems crazy to me. It's the same as if the roles were reversed and Canterbury had the ball and they kicked the ball into the in goals and um, Joey Manu, who was playing fullback that night, knocks it out of the in goals and then waits the full 40 seconds to do the dropout by the, then the game's over. I mean, is that unsportsmanship? I don't... It's time-wasting. It's the exact same thing. Allowed 40 seconds to kick a ball because that's the rule, but, like, why Why is that not time-wasting? Why do we have a huge big issue with Sam Walker, w- what he did? He's taking advantage of the time he has. There's no rule in rugby league that says when you have the ball, you have to run forwards. He can run backwards all he wants. It's normally a negative, but in that moment there, it's a positive because you run the clock out, this other team doesn't get the opportunity to have the ball. If anything, I mean, people said it was disrespectful to Canterbury. Fuck. I mean, you, you, you could say, look, Sam Walker, he had enough respect for Canterbury to understand that he didn't want to give them the ball back at all because they had played well that game and they'd given them a real scare. I mean, it goes both ways. It really does. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't make much sense to me the more I think about it. I understand both sides of the argument, but... I think we've got to sort of get with the times and realize that this is professional sport, yeah? These professionals are going to do what they have to do to win each and every week. I'm sure if you gave Sam Walker the opportunity again next week, he'd probably do it again. He probably would. You know, he's he's probably now second-guessing it because of all the backlash and whatnot. But, I mean, if it wins you that game of football, it wins you that game of football. If it gets you that two points on the ladder, it gets you those two points on the ladder. It's a tough situation. I get it. It's not a great look. I understand that, but... Geez, I really think we're nitpicking here, to be honest with you. And I think it has a lot to do with the kid that made the play. He's come in with a lot of hype. He's been pretty successful very early. People tend not to like successful people. They tend not to like successful people at the Sydney Roosters as well, which is fair enough. I get that, as I said earlier in the podcast. But I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just can't believe that this kid got the backlash he did. I think it's so wrong. We've obviously got... um the NRL state of mind initiative sponsoring the podcast at the moment. And you know, the amount of people that I've seen resharing that on social media and getting behind the idea. And it's just so backwards that then this happens to Sam Walker online. It's just, it's just against everything that we're trying to push at the moment and have been trying to push for the last decade really does blow me away. I think if you're one of these people that jumped on social media and abused Sam Walker and said, he's every name under the sun, you need to have a long, hard look at yourself and wake up to yourself because it's embarrassing. It really is. Embarrassing, and you know, I I, even if you don't agree with what Sam Walker did, that's fine. I'm not telling you he did the right thing. I think there's an argument that he did do the right thing, but there's also an argument he did the wrong thing, and I understand that. But there's respectfully arguing or respectfully disagreeing with what Sam Walker did, and then there's jumping on a teenager's Instagram account and bashing them. And I mean, it's, uh, mate, so some of the messages I received, I'd love to sit down and show you guys some of the messages I have received about people saying that Sam Walker is getting what he deserves. That if you're going to do that, you've got to expect to have people bully you online. Like, it is just so fucking backwards. It's not even funny. It really does show a sign of the times at the moment and where we're at and it's going to take one day for a player to react poorly to all this negative uh press and you know then we're going to try and change something but it's going to be too late by then I mean you imagine yourself as a teenager if you got 10,000 messages on a Saturday night of people abusing you and calling you every name on the sun and wishing you had injuries and everything and then you also read that people are saying oh it's not that bad he didn't get a death threat I mean, he didn't get a death threat that you're probably sure. I'm I'm sure he probably did at some point, to be perfectly honest with you. Whether it was taking the piss or not, I don't know. Far out. It's just crazy to me. I can't believe how all this has played out.